Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's game over and Perth are in the playing tournament by the barest possible margin. 96-84 in a classic in Perth and a classic in RAC Arena. Sydney finish on top. Perth are in. United are out. Sunday afternoon, there it was, an electric finish. The Perth Wildcats staying in the competition and setting up a make-or-break clash with the South East Melbourne Phoenix at John Kane Arena in Melbourne, Thursday, 3.30 Perth time. Oh, 3.30 Perth time, 6.30 in the east. Early knockoffs required there, guys. Exactly right. I'm sure the Red Army will be uh, watching and listening in full. Simon Mitchell is the coach of the South East Melbourne Phoenix and... Oh, he just sat back and watched it all unfold. I'm sure he had no idea who he was playing until the last second of the game. Simon, appreciate your time. What a stunning last weekend of basketball. Oh, it, was, uh, it was absolute brilliance. Um, the drama of that last game, Perth versus Sydney, the Melbourne-Adelaide game, you couldn't have scripted it any better. And, um, yeah, it's just uh, a very big tip of the hat to the NBL and the decision-makers there for bringing in the... Uh, the play-in tournament because um, you, know, you just couldn't get better sporting drama than that. No, and when you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, well, I'll be coaching against um, uh, Perth, and then briefly you were coaching against United, and then you were coaching <laughs> against Perth again. Were you were you were you changing over the playbooks, or you just say, I'll worry about it once the final buzzer goes? No, first and foremost, I just wanted to make sure neither of you won by 40. Uh, that could have outed us out of the playoffs. So I was pretty comfortable at halftime in the Melbourne-Adelaide game that, uh, all right, we're, I think we're pretty safe now. Um, I was going to take some Herculean effort to Melbourne to get up by 40. And then, yeah, I, I guess we, we spent the week um, preparing for both teams because we didn't have a game this week. Uh, we, we went into deep dives on both teams and... Uh, and got our scouts ready. So as soon as the result came in, we were already prepared for, for, for Perth. So I'm going to ask you a question about the Wildcats. Do, do they have uh, – I know in the past they've had this aura about them and they get to the playoffs and they're, and, and they're a tough unit to beat. Has that dissipated from last season not making the playoffs and, and to this year just making the playoffs? Or is there still an aura about the Wildcats that in playoff season that you go, right, we're going to have to be real good here? Uh, look, I don't think it's the same team that it used to be. Um, I mean, you've got those championship years, and, and this is a new era, and I think they need to rebuild their own sort of identity. And the identity of the old teams was based upon, you know, their toughness, their, their, their defensive tenacity, their unbelievable ability on the boards. And clearly, um, the team of the last few years has built a little differently. So um, that aura is probably built on that toughness and the built on, you know, the Damien Martin and the Sean Redditches and and those guys um, in the uniform as much as the uniform itself. So, yeah, I think we've, uh, we're definitely in a different era. I certainly don't think there's an aura. Um, certainly Bryce carries one for him. I mean, and there's a coach in the NBL who sits back and goes, oh, yeah, I'm happy to be playing first because we've got Bryce this week. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's still, they have a, a, I wouldn't say it's the intimidation of old, 
But certainly, they're, they're still a, a highly respected team, and uh, any team with Bryce Cotton is uh, is going to be a tough team to beat. Let's talk about Bryce Cotton. So the other night, I was there, I witnessed it, courtside with Andrew Vlahov. He had seven points to quarter time, and he finished with seven. One of 19, zero from nine from the three-point range. Uh, it was five turnovers. He described it, and I quote, piss poor. Um, are you concerned that he might have played his worst game for the year? I'm concerned he can say piss poor in a sense and not be Australian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought that too. I went, you beauty. <laughs> He's one of us. Give him his citizenship. <laughs> Give the man some citizenship, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I... It doesn't bode well, does it? <laughs> like, he's just never put a game that, like that together that I can recall. And, um, you know, just the proud player that he is, I'm no doubt he's going to do his best to bounce back. And um, But it's more than just Bryce. I mean, we've played against Perth before and he's, you know, absolutely with us. And, and we've still come out victors. So it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, who else can we key in on? Um, and, uh, you know, what areas of the, the game that we can take advantage of. Um, you know, we played Perth recently and we were able to gain a rather large ascendancy on the boards, um, a rather large ascendancy in the paint. So those will be our focuses. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, obviously we've put plenty of time into Bryce, but sometimes at the end of the day, uh, he decides whether or not the ball goes in or not, not your defence, because he's just so talented. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's about stopping the whole of the team and slowing them down, keeping them out of transition and taking away the ball off the three-point line. Yeah, well, I'm sure he will try to bounce back. And, again, the onus will go on to some support network of his. Now, you talk about dominating the paint and dominating the rebounds. One man who does that so well, and that's Alan the Source, Big Source Williams. And great news today for South East Melbourne fans. And, and the NBL, too, is that he's agreed to a new two-year no option uh, lock-in contract with uh, with you. That must give you some great heart going forward, but also a great fillip for the team ahead of Thursday night's clash. Oh, I think on a number of levels, this is fantastic for South East Melbourne and the NBL. I mean, firstly, in the NBL, um, you, you get yourself the Premier Rebounder, one of the great bigs in the league, and, uh, and a huge personality. And... Um, He's highly marketable um, from a league and team perspective. Wonderful player, wonderful guy, and, and he's locked up for two years. So that's that's huge for the league. Uh, for South East Melbourne, it's a milestone in the sense that uh, we're, we're re-signing an import um, for the first time, uh, which is which is uh, a big step, um, having that faith in, in Allen to, uh, to reproduce uh, what we've seen this year. I mean, he has a history of it, obviously. It's a bit of a no-brainer. He wanted to be in uh, the southeast of Melbourne. The southeast of Melbourne loves him. Uh, it was a pretty straightforward process from there. So I'm one of the players that uh, I really enjoy watching, and I think it stems back to, I think, in your very first season uh, when I was living in Melbourne, went to a Wildcats-Phoenix uh, game, and Mitch Creek stayed behind and signed every autograph for every kid that was waiting for him and didn't leave the court until they were all done and all got what they wanted. That, to me, says that's a quality bloke. But his numbers, as far as his uh, season goes so far, right, rightfully in the hunt for the MVP and, in your eyes, probably sitting on top. Yeah, he 
yeah, look, there's some teams out there that seem to want to campaign for every trophy going around. Um, <laughs> oh, we know who you're talking about. We know about. who you're talking about. Yeah. I know them personally. Yeah, they're after goss at the moment. Oh, I wasn't referring to anyone in particular, but yeah, Rich <laughs> has had a wonderful season. Bryce has had a wonderful season. Baby Cooks has had a wonderful season. Oh, I think Milton Doyle's had a wonderful season down in Tassie as well. I mean, there's lots of players who have had really high-level seasons. And from an MVP standpoint, none of those guys would be showing in their trophy. Um, obviously, our bias is heavily favoured in front of in, in favour of Mitch, um, and I think he's been underappreciated. He's, he's a wonderful player, um, and he means so much more to our team than just the production on the floor. As to all the champion players who have had sustained greatness, and I think that's something that uh, Mitch and, and Bryce both produced sustained over a long period of time. And it's what they bring as well um, off the floor, as you said. Mitch, Mitch is a is one of those guys. You basically got to drag him kicking and scream into the, the post game uh, meetings. And um, yeah, look, he's a wonderful leader of our ball club. Uh, he's had a tremendous season. I think it's been his best season. Um, he's probably thankful to his coach. He doesn't make him train anymore. He's just got to get up and So last the whole season, and uh, yeah, he's. Um, He's been wonderful, and uh, look, I'd be very proud of him if he gets the trophy. If he doesn't, I'm very proud of the work he puts in and uh, the effort he puts out every every single night. How do you stop the Wildcats if there's one aspect of the game that you win, one statistic on the on the score sheet that you need to win to beat the Wildcats on Thursday? What is it? Uh, I think uh, taking them off the three point line is the most important one. Uh, you know, they like to run and gun, get out in the open court get those quick three balls off. They've got plenty of potency from the three-point line, obviously, with Bryce and Brady Manick and the, the Websters. And if they go a little deeper with your Blanchfields and guys like that and Michael Harris, it's like they, they can shoot the ball. Um, and that, that can keep them in games or get them uh, well ahead. You know, they have their deficiencies at the on the rebounding end. Uh, they have their deficiencies defensively. And sometimes the, the, the excellence in their shooting can... can you know, paper, paper mache over some of those cracks. So if we can uh, if we can put a limit on what they the damage they can do from the three-point line, then hopefully we're able to gain the ascendancy in those other areas. Simon, appreciate your time. We'd love to get uh, we'd love to get to speak to the opposition teams when they take on the Perth Wildcats. Some clubs give us better access than others, and one thing <laughs> <laughs> one thing that Phoenix have always done has been very easy to deal with media wise. <laughs> no worries, fellas. Appreciate the time. <laughs> Simon Mitchell, the coach of South East Melbourne Phoenix. That's you can't pre- help it, can you? It's pretty easy Any to do. It's pretty easy em. to do. Yes, absolutely. But no, they deserve whacking at the moment, Sydney. Let's be honest. We're talking about Sydney. No, no. I'm, I'm no talking comment. about Sydney. They no are, comment. They deserve whacking at the moment. No comment. Hopefully... Either us or Phoenix can do that. <laughs> oh, I do love the Phoenix. I do love Mitch Creek. We appreciate Simon. Hey, what Mitchell. he did that day, I'm telling you, after the game. Yeah, he did that here as well when his, they lost. A lot of his players, let, yes. teammates left, and they did what they had to do. He just stayed there, and I just went, that is what gets people yes. in loving your club. That's what makes you a hero to so many people. And I just went, yep, Mitch when Creek. When Phoenix lost here to Perth this year, he stayed, photographs, Signings. I don't even think he went in and heard Simon's post-game speech. <laughs> Stayed out. He walked across. I had to fill time on air. Vlahov left. 
as he's prone to do. He's done. And, he goes over. And he sat down and chatted about all things basketball. Incredible stuff, Mitch Creek. Incredible stuff, and we appreciate Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. We'll take a break. Come back. This is Scotty and Goss on a Tuesday morning. The Wildcats in action against the Phoenix. 3.30 Thursday, John Kane Arena.